This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's a little on the chilly side. You might want a sweater when you head out the door. 49 degrees at 604. No wind to speak of, and the dew point very much on the dry side at 47. There are some issues scattered really widely around the area with fog reducing visibility, but all in all, not too bad for early this morning. After some patchy fog for a couple hours, we'll have a sunny day and a high in the low 80s. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is recommending the use of the updated COVID-19 boosters from Pfizer and BioNTech and Moderna that add the latest variants to of the coronavirus mutation spike proteins to the composition of the shot. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky endorsed the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices recommendations yesterday, saying it's not saying that it is essential to get the updated shots. The It's not clear when those new boosters are going to be available widely. Meanwhile, Broome County Health Department Director Mary McFadden, speaking on tomorrow's Southern Tier Close-Up, says if you are due for a COVID booster, it is best to get one as soon as possible and not wait for the new version. She says a priority is protecting not only the health of an individual, but also those around them, like classmates, teachers, school staff, as well as relatives and coworkers. She says stay up to date on your shot. And if you don't feel well, test. But COVID or not, you should just stay home. You can hear McFadden's update on COVID as well as back to school health issues, rabies and more on Southern Tier Close Up, the weekly local public affairs program. Weekends right here on WNBF. That's tomorrow at 6.03 a.m. and on the WNBF podcast. Meanwhile, COVID-19 is still present as evidenced by Broome County this week, reaching over 64,000 people who have been diagnosed since the start of the pandemic. The county reported 133 new cases in the Thursday update. The good news is vaccinations and boosters have greatly slowed the number of new infections, serious illness that requires hospitalizations, and deaths. There were no new COVID-related deaths reported in any Southern Tier County this week. WMBF First News Time 606. Broome County is launching a study to identify and address the challenges facing emergency services agencies in the area. Many working in emergency medical services have complained about low pay and long hours while dealing with a large number of calls for assistance. Broome County Executive Democrat Jason Garner and 2nd District Broome County Legislator Republican Scott Baker were joined by representatives from the Broome County Office of Emergency Services and Shenango Ambulance Services Incorporated on Thursday to announce plans for the new study. Baker himself is a paramedic. One person that commented on the planned study applauded a review of the system, citing not only pay and the long hours, but no opportunity for advancement or pension, which can discourage people from stepping up. The comment also pointed to tax dollars supporting other emergency responders like police and fire agencies, but not medical services. WMBF First News Time, 608. Work is already underway to prepare to mark the September 11th, 2001 terror attack anniversary on the United States locally. 
that yesterday the volunteers for the United Way were to gather at the offices on South Jensen Road in Vestal to place 2,977 flags on the lawn to honor those who lost their lives in the attack. The flag installation kicked off the United Way Day of Caring event. The Day of Caring is a community-wide initiative dedicated to recognizing the volunteers and heroes who responded to the horrors of the attack and its aftermath. The effort also remembers the victims. United Way of Broome County says a formal memorial service will also be held on Sunday, September 11th at 7.10 p.m. at the United Way offices in Vestal. Details of those plans are to be announced later. Meanwhile, in Tioga County, a Wego Town Supervisor, Donald Castellucci, has announced that the town, along with the Tioga County Emergency Service personnel will be conducting a September 11th memorial service as well. That'll take place Sunday, September 11th at the town of Owego 9-11 Memorial in Hickory's Park. Participants and attendees can gather at 7.45 a.m. with that ceremony starting at 8. It's 6.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Save in a big way at Galt Chevrolet. Don't miss. Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Come on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. Or walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. Green Bull. This is News Radio 1290 AM. WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM. W221 EJ Binghamton. A town square media station. Good morning on this Friday, September 2nd. It's 611. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound, will be closed for approximately two months to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20 and a signed detour utilizing State Route 7. In Johnson City, Fairview Street is closed to traffic from Columbia Drive to Reynolds Road due to a sinkhole. Only business and emergency traffic will be permitted. No word on when that might get cleaned up. And around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Hale Eddy, and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Murphy, Hale Eddy River, Powers, and Upper Stella, Ireland Roads. The Highway Division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county. 
Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 49 degrees, pretty chilly out there this morning. 93% humidity and a dew point of 47 degrees. Chilly, but quite comfortable. Today, patchy fog between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m., otherwise sunny with a high near 81 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 58. Tomorrow, partly sunny, a high near 86 degrees. And tomorrow night, chance of showers and thunderstorms after 9 p.m., mostly cloudy, a low near 65, a 20% chance of rain. And on Sunday, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 9 a.m., then a chance of showers between 9 a.m. and noon, and a chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon but partly sunny with a high near 84 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. And Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, a low near 62 and a 50% chance of rain. It's 613. You're listening to WMBF. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that piñata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Edwin Diaz struck out Gavin Lux on a 102.8 mile per hour fastball to escape a jam in the eighth inning. And the New York Mets beat the Major League Best Los Angeles Dodgers 5-3. Francisco Lindor hit a tying double in the sixth inning and scored the go-ahead run on a sacrifice fly by Darren Ruff after the Mets were held to one hit in five innings by Clayton Kershaw, who made his first start since August 4th. NL East leading New York took two of three from Los Angeles. Its first series win against the Dodgers since September 3rd to 5th, 2011. LA lost consecutive games for the first time since July 26th. It's a good win for the Mets and a good series win for the Mets. A potential future matchup in the National League Championship Series or an earlier round in the playoffs. I think the People would rather see that in the NLCS than any other round, a seven-game series between the Mets and the Dodgers. Mets are taking on the Nationals this weekend. The Nationals 45 and 86, only getting worse this year, about a month into the Juan Soto and Josh Bell trade to San Diego. And the Mets 84 and 48, so a good chance for the Mets to keep the hot streak rolling, stay ahead in in the NL East above the Atlanta Braves. On the mound for the Nationals, Josiah Gray, a 7-8 record, 467 ERA. He's one of the pitchers that was involved in the Max Scherzer trade to the Los Angeles Dodgers a couple years ago. And for the Mets, David Peterson on the mound, 7-3 record, 321 ERA. The Mets are pretty heavily favorited in this opening game here. No game for the Yankees last night. The Tampa Bay Rays will host the Yankees this weekend. The Yankees 79 and 52, the Rays 72 and 57. 
On the mound for the Yankees, Domingo Herman, a 2-2 two two record, 3-19 ERA. For the Rays, Jeffrey Springs, a 6-4 record, 2-76 ERA. And the Binghamton Rumble Ponies lost a tight one last night to the Somerset Patriots. By a score of 4-3, Rumble Ponies were down 4-2 going into the bottom of the ninth. Managed to put another run on the board, but not quite enough to at least tie the game and send it to extra innings. They got RBIs from Carlos Cortez, Rowdy Jordan, and Nick Singer. In the battle of top shortstop prospects, Ronnie Mauricio was 0-4, for 4, did score a run and walk once with two strikeouts as well. And on the other side, Anthony Volpe, 1-for-5, with a run scored. And after the game, and this is the big news out of this series, Anthony Volpe got the call up to AAA, so he'll be heading off to Scranton. Now that the Yankees have called up Oswald Peraza to the Major League roster. It's a big deal. It's Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, currently holding down shortstop for the Yankees, really is having one of the worst seasons I've ever seen especially for a Yankee shortstop. Now, a couple days ago, Aaron Boone called Kiner Falefa one of the best defenders in Major League Baseball. That's a lie. That was just straight up protecting his player. Isaiah Kiner Falefa, by every defensive metric, has been pretty terrible this year defensively. And I think you can see that when you actually watch the games and pay attention to the advanced stuff. You know, stuff that includes range arm strength, stuff like that, not just how many errors you make. You remember a few years ago, Miguel Andujar and Matt Chapman had the same number of errors at third base, and old school baseball heads would say, well, Miguel Andujar is as good defensively as Matt Chapman. It's like, no, that's Matt Chapman's a platinum glover. Miguel Andujar is not even good enough defensively to stick at third base. They put him in the outfield now. But it's a big deal for the Yankees to call Peraza up because it clears the way for Volpe, their top prospect, to make his way to AAA. So I'm glad I got to see him a little bit in Binghamton before he moved along. I'm looking forward to seeing what Oswald Peraza does at the major league level. It's 6:19 on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street now. A late session shopping spree pushed the markets mostly higher to start September. The Dow closed up 145 points. The Nasdaq fell 31 and the S&P added 12. Inflation has been a drag on the economy, but the job sector's been a bright spot. A survey of economists, however, may not agree. They tell FACSA that if hiring slows down, it could bring down wages and that could ease inflationary pressures. The government's August jobs report is due out on Friday. Economists are predicting a gain of about 300,000 jobs, down from the 528,000 that were created in July. If you're thinking about buying a house, you might want to get a move on it. Mortgage buyer Freddie Mac says rates are at their highest level in two months. 30-year mortgages rose to 5.66%. And 15-year loans, a popular option for refinancing, are now just under 5%. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Hey, sweetie. What's going on? Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. 
donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt-Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up. And there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burnt the house down. If you smoke, put it out. All the way. Every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov slash smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. Six twenty-two on WMBF. Now it's time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is easier to reach than ever before, and that's so important for people in crisis. Just as easily as you can dial nine one one for a physical emergency, you can now dial or text nine eight eight when you or someone you know needs immediate mental health help. The administrator of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration told us some of the goal is to, where possible, minimize unnecessary contact or connection with police departments when what a person needs is connecting with either a mobile crisis worker or anyone within the mental health and behavioral health systems of care. Veterans who are at higher risk for suicide can now call 988 and press 1 to reach the Veteran Crisis Line. 988 is free and confidential, and calling is nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, I'd say it's brave. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. The most effective healthcare is patient focused. Tomorrow's leading healthcare professionals are doing more than meeting patient expectations. At NRC Health, we help you connect with your patients in a deeper way with important insights into what really matters. It's an approach that's transforming the healthcare experience, creating better outcomes for patients and entire healthcare systems. It's time to access the power of human understanding. Start by going deeper at nrchealth.com. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot to get started. Six twenty-five on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit nineteen, State Route seven, on Interstate eighty-eight westbound, will be closed for approximately two months to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20, an assigned detour utilizing State Route 7. In Johnson City, Fairview Street is closed to traffic from Columbia Drive to Reynolds Road due to a sinkhole. Only business and emergency traffic will be permitted. No word on when that road will reopen quite yet. And around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Hale Eddy, and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. 
Ditching will be performed on Airport, Murphy, Haleddy River, Powers, and Upper Stella, Ireland roads. The highway division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 48 degrees, 93% humidity, and a dew point of 46 degrees. So a nice cold, chilly morning here in Binghamton. Today, sunny with a high near 77. Tonight, partly cloudy, low near 57. Tomorrow, partly sunny, a high near 81 degrees. Tomorrow night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy, a low near 64 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. And on Sunday, a chance of showers with thunderstorms, also possible after 11 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 79 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy, a low near 61 degrees, 40% chance of rain. And Labor Day, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 74, a 50% chance of rain. And Monday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m. Then the chance of showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy, a low near 60, a 30% chance of rain. 628, you're listening to WMBF. Enjoy the... Today might be the day I drop out of school. But you might be able to stop me. With United Way, you could tutor me, be my mentor, or volunteer to just read with me. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. Make me a success, not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Six twenty nine on WMBF. Now it's time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Labor Day weekend, typically a slow one at the box office, and that's true this year. Only one new movie opening wide. This is going to chronicle the ultimate comeback. The religious satire, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. But one of the biggest hits of the year is coming back into theaters. Hello, Peter. Spider-Man No Way Home will attempt to juice the numbers, and Jaws is also coming back into theaters for a limited time. And don't forget that Saturday is the first ever National Cinema Day with all movies $3 on thousands of screens. With the U.S. Open in full swing, you might want to learn a little more about ESPN commentator and tennis legend John McEnroe. You cannot be serious! The new documentary McEnroe will give you a little insight into what makes him tick, including those on-court outbursts which still fire him up. You know, half these people that were on the court calling the lines, they'd be falling asleep. McEnroe debuts Sunday night on Showtime. Tomorrow night, the Foo Fighters tribute concert to drummer Taylor Hawkins takes place at London's Wembley Stadium. And actress Salma Hayek is 56 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. News Radio this is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is a little bit of a chilly start. 49 degrees in downtown at 631. The dew point is at 47, so no humidity to really speak of. However, might run into some patches of fog here and there in a wide-ranging area of the listening region. 
Otherwise, sunny today and a high in the low 80s. Asian stock markets are lower ahead of U.S. jobs data that may influence Federal Reserve plans for more interest rate hikes to cool surging inflation. Shanghai and Seoul advanced while Tokyo and Hong Kong retreated. Oil prices rose more than $1.50 a barrel. Today's job report for August is expected to show that employers added 300,000 jobs last month. According to a survey of economists by the data provider Facts Set, it would be down sharply from a blockbuster gain of 528,000 in July and an average of about 440,000 over the past three months. A weaker pace of hiring should help moderate wage increases and lift hopes that inflation pressures are starting to ease. Looking uh, in international news today, a bit of an interesting incident in the Argentine in Argentina. Argentina's vice president has narrowly escaped an apparent assassination attempt. Argentina's vice president Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner, who's on trial on corruption charges, was greeting supporters outside her home in Buenos Aires Thursday night when a man emerged from the crowd and pointed a handgun just inches from her face. Cell phone video shows the shocking moment the suspect appears to pull the trigger. A click is heard, but the gun doesn't fire. Argentina's president later addressing the country, saying the gun was loaded with five bullets but apparently jammed. The suspect, identified as a 35-year-old Brazilian national, was arrested. No word yet on a motive. Claire Barry, BC News, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. WMBF First News Time, 6.33. A Johnson City man has learned he will spend three years in prison after pleading guilty to attempted criminal possession of a weapon earlier this week. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says 24-year-old Dwayne Benjamin was driving in the area of Arch and Main Streets in the village on April 2nd when police attempted to stop him for a traffic infraction and he abandoned the vehicle, taking off on foot. Police found a loaded and unlicensed pistol in the car. Also in court action this week, sentencing will be held in November for a Binghamton man after he pleaded yesterday to possessing stolen property. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says 50-year-old Roy Peterson of Binghamton admitted he had two stolen credit cards that he had tried to hide from Johnson City Police when they were taking him into custody on an unrelated charge last October. Peterson is expected to get one and a half to three years in prison. WMBF First News Time, 634. More drama unfolding in the case of New York's former governor. U.S. prosecutors say they found the New York State Environmental Facilities Corporation had falsely certified that several people were working at that state agency in support of a federal water quality improvement grant, but they weren't, even though they said they were being paid for that job. They were actually doing unrelated work for former Governor Andrew Cuomo's office. The U.S. Attorney's Office says one person getting EFC salary and benefits was hired by the executive chamber to work on Cuomo's advance team, while another was hired to help run the former governor's Washington, D.C. office. WMBF First News Time, 635. Pennsylvanians with minor uh, nonviolent marijuana criminal convictions are now eligible to be pardoned under a joint effort from Democrat Governor Tom Wolf and Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. Anyone who has been convicted of possession of marijuana or small amount of personal use will now be able to apply. There is no limit for the age of the conviction. Officials estimate that thousands of Pennsylvanians are eligible due to convictions over the past several decades. 
even predating marijuana's criminalization under federal law. The application period ends at the end of the month. Republican opponents panned the effort as Democrats caving to their political base. WMBF News Time 636. Staying in Pennsylvania, the Republican nominee for governor is suing the Congressional Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol, contesting its legal ability to force him to answer any questions. The lawsuit filed yesterday by Doug Mastriano contends that the committee lacks House Republican employee appointees and does not comply with House rules for conducting a compelled deposition of witnesses. A committee spokesperson declined comment. Mastriano's lawyer has said his client is willing to voluntarily testify publicly before the panel. Mastriano helped organize efforts in Pennsylvania to submit alternate presidential electors beholden to former President Donald Trump and was seen outside the Capitol as pro-Trump demonstrators attacked police. It's 637, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Texting and rolls. Six thirty-eight on WMBF. You're listening to Ooh, What first a Beautiful news. Morning. What a beautiful Friday morning. I honestly, today would have been a good day to break out the flannel for the first time this year. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, when I went to walk out to the car, I went, "Oh, hello." Yeah, it was. Hello, it's boys nice. And girls. It's nice to get a nice chilly morning here in Binghamton. Yeah, a little. Yeah, a little wake you up. Yeah, not anything that's. I'm looking at my car thermometer. When it, right now downtown we've got 49, and I want to say it was like low 50s or something on my car, and I, I'm thinking. All right, now, if this was early March, we'd all be running around in shorts and going, wow! Yeah, it's all in perspective, right? we're going, oh, it's a little right? chilly. It's all in perspective, that after yeah. the summer you get to like 50, 60 degrees, and you're like, oh, it's it's a cold one out there today, but after winter, it's never been warmer a day in your life. <laughs> Especially when you're getting to the tail end of winter, it's like, wow. Yeah. No, I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the winter. I have all of my best outfits are winter weather no, outfits. I'm, I'm just hey, I, you know, fall used to be my absolute favorite season, but now I'm I just get depressed because I know what's coming and it's getting toward the well, end. There's of- barely a fall in New York either. I feel like more and more since I guess I'm noticing it more now that I'm just like working year round for years. And I didn't notice it that much when I was in school and stuff. There, fall lasts like two weeks in New York. We have some pretty good ones. It's going to be this year. I will tell you because I'm, you know, people that know me know I like nature stuff and and you know all that kind of stuff and kind of sciency type things. And with the the very hot and dry conditions we had this year, I'm not anticipating some the gorgeous colors we normally have here. No, um, the trees are already starting to drop leaves because they were so stressed. And I have a feeling that there's just going to be a lot of brown instead of the the maple, the bright reds for the maples and and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I think it's not going to be as gorgeous as it usually is. Yeah, that is unfortunate. But the most important thing is that the temperatures drop just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, I'm I over like the, the 90 degree stuff, days. But it's just like, it's sad. It was a good summer this summer. And, you know, starting to think about what we have to do to close things up for, as my sister calls it, our summer residence <laughs> at the lake. 
We got it's a camper. <laughs> yeah. But you you get a nice summer in. You get to go out. I mean, how often were you going to the campgrounds this summer? Oh, like we every go, weekend? Well, I mean, we're paying for it. So, yeah. you know, every weekend we, we head down if there's not something that we have to, you know, some other obligations. But Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really you know, do anything I, during I like weekends. bird watching, and it was kind of – it was a good summer for bird watching. Um, it's funny from season to season that you see – different species more prevalent than others there is a, a lot of the uh, the red-winged blackbirds left a lot earlier than they normally do now we've got the smaller finches and things like that but i didn't see the grosbeak as often as i did last year i didn't see the rose-breasted woodpecker as much as i did last year but i've got hummingbirds like crazy that i never had before i honestly didn't even know new york had hummingbirds i've never actually seen a hummingbird in person not once I've never seen one in person. We'll get you countrified eventually there, James. Yeah, I, I doubt it. If I have to speak with that accent to get no, countrified. You can have hummingbirds right at, outside your apartment, right in town. Hummingbirds are all over the place. I've just, I've never seen one. And I think it'd be cool because I they're like. I don't like them. But they, they, <laughs> their wings move so fast. I find them interesting, but they creep me out. They're like feathered bugs. Yeah, and they kind of look like they're just hovering. At all times, like and when I was filling the, the hummingbird feeder at the tree about a week or so ago, one was like just hanging above my head, waiting for me to finish filling the feeder and hanging it back up, and that totally creeped me out. Yeah, well, it was just hungry. I was like, all right, yeah, like, they let's could get just to hover it. Hover like helicopters. Yeah, well, it's uh, maybe it was a hummingbird that dropped off that cooked hot dog on my porch. Yeah, well, maybe. that would have to been one. That'd be a hummingbird on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> probably not a hummingbird. Probably another type of bird or a lunatic who's just going around throwing cooked hot dogs on people's porches. It's probably a squirrel. Maybe a squirrel or a I, raccoon. I haven't seen too many squirrels either, and I, don't, I see a lot of skunks. I see a lot of skunks in my yeah, area. Peppy's been out. Yeah, I actually saw one on my way in this morning, just crossing uh, Vestal Parkway. I was like, well, that. Was and they don't move fast for anybody. Yeah, almost, almost just obliterated a skunk on my way into that work this morning. That would have been very bad. Yeah, I would, have, I would have felt bad. I do feel bad. Oh, you would have more than felt bad. Yeah, I did. I killed a rabbit one time accidentally. I was just driving, and you know, it jumps out in the middle of the street, and I had nothing to do. So it just like half a second, I was like, "Yep, I just yeah, I tell it to just the judge." Rabbit. Yeah, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody arrest me for rabbit murder. Please. Bugs Bunny is. It was an accident, I swear, but I felt really bad. (laughs) Oh, my. It's 6.43. You're listening to WMBF. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Want to save a... Six forty-five on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at Exit 19, State Route 7, on Interstate 88 westbound, will be closed for approximately two months to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. 
A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to Exit 20, an assigned detour utilizing State Route 7. In Johnson City, Fairview Street is closed to traffic from Columbia Drive to Reynolds Road due to a sinkhole. Only business and emergency traffic will be permitted. No word on when that will be cleaned up just yet. And around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Hale Eddy, and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Murphy, Hale Eddy River, Powers, and Upper Stella Ireland Roads. The Highway Division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 48 degrees, 93% humidity, and a dew point of 46 degrees. So a cool, comfortable morning here in Binghamton. Today sunny with a high near 77. Tonight partly cloudy, a low near 57 degrees. Tomorrow partly sunny, a high near 81. Tomorrow night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy, a low near 64, a 20% chance of rain. Sunday, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 11 a.m. Partly sunny, a high near 79, a 50% chance of rain. Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy with a low near 61, a 40% chance of rain. And on Labor Day Monday, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m. Partly sunny, a high near 74, a 50% chance of rain. Monday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m. Then a chance of showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy, a low near 60 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. 647, you're listening to WMBF. Before- hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It's 6.50 on WMBF. Now it's time for Kim Commando. It's your worst fear come true. As you gaze into your computer screen, the blue light that is emitted is literally making you age faster. I'm Kim Commando. The research is coming from Oregon State University's Department of Biology. Here's what they found. Long hours of exposure of the blue light emitted from everyday devices, televisions, desktops, laptops, tablets, smart speaker screens, and phones, causes a detrimental effect on a wide range of cells in our bodies. From skin and fat cells to sensory neurons, the specific levels of metabolites, the chemicals essential for cells to function correctly, are altered by this blue light. Now, you may be thinking that you see all these colors of the spectrum on your screens, and you do. But when you see anything that's white or a light color, here's the problem. It's primarily high-energy blue light. 
There is one spot of good news here. Looking at screens from e-readers and the like, they don't seem to be harmful. Get more tech news, tips, and my advice with callers on my new daily podcast. It's just perfect for walks and drives. It's called Kim Commando Today. The Labor Day event from Dell Technologies is here. End the summer strong by starting up a new season of productivity. Your business upgrade begins with up to 48% off top-rated laptops like Vostro, taking performance to the next level with 12th Gen Intel Core processors. It's time to push your growing business even further. What's next for you? Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Right now at T-Mobile, the network with more 5G bars in more places, new Max customers can get the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 4 free. Did you just take a selfie with your phone folded? Yep, it's my new Galaxy Z Flip 4 that I got free at T-Mobile. Pretty cool, huh? Get the Galaxy Z Flip 4 free with new Max lines at T-Mobile. The 24-monthly bill credits plus tax for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling service to continue remaining bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement is due. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network. Details at T-Mobile.com. Hi, Students, when I call the reason for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. <clears throat> Too tired? Family trip? Sick day? Starting the holidays early. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. What? Why? Just wait for the inheritance. We've definitely got a rich uncle somewhere. We're one call away from the winner's circle at the Derby, dinners with multiple forks, a vacation home in the country, using summer as a verb. You don't actually think that, do you? When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Edwin Diaz struck out Gavin Lux on a 102.8 mile per hour fastball to escape a jam in the eighth inning. And the New York Mets beat the Major League Best Los Angeles Dodgers 5-3. Francisco Lindor hit a tying double in the sixth inning and scored the go-ahead run on a sacrifice fly by Darren Ruff after the Mets were held to one hit in five innings by Clayton Kershaw who made his first start since August 4th. National League East leading Mets took two of three from Los Angeles, its first series win against the Dodgers since 2011. L.A. lost consecutive games for the first time since July 26th. A good win for the Mets, and a good way to take the series from the best team in the all of Major League Baseball, really. The first team to 90 wins this year. Mets get a break this weekend. They'll face off with the Washington Nationals at home. The Nationals 45 and 86 and getting worse since they traded Juan Soto and Josh Bell about a month ago now. And the Mets 84 and 48. On the mound for the Nationals, Josiah Gray, a 7 and 8 record, 467 ERA. Gray was the one of the players returned from the Dodgers in the Max Scherzer trade last year. And for the Mets tonight, David Peterson, a 7-3 record, 321 ERA. No game for the Yankees last night. They'll take on the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa tonight. 
The Yankees 79 and 52. They're first in the AL East. The Rays 72 and 57, second in the AL East. So an important series for both teams. The Yankees trying to maintain their lengthy division lead in the month of September, and the Rays trying to get back into it. On the mound for the Yankees, Domingo Herman, a 2 and 2 record, 3.19 ERA. For the Rays, Jeffrey Springs, a 6 and 4 record, 2.76 ERA. Binghamton Rumble Ponies lost a close one last night, 4-3, against the Somerset Patriots, the AA affiliate of the New York Yankees. Rumble Ponies were down 4-2, heading into the bottom of the ninth, managed to put one more run up on the board, but couldn't tie the game to send it to extra innings, so the Patriots walk away with the win. Rumble Ponies got RBIs from Carlos Cortez, Rowdy Jordan, and Nick Singer. In the matchup of top shortstop prospects, Ronnie Mauricio went 0 for 4 with a run scored and a walk. And Anthony Volpe on the other side went 1 for 5 with a run scored. The big news after the game, the Yankees announced that they were calling one of their top prospects, Oswald Peraza, up from AAA to the Major League roster. Presumably to take over for Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. who was just having one of the worst seasons I've ever seen, really. Kind of flew under the radar with Joey Gallo being as bad as he was for the Yankees this season. That Isaiah Kiner-Falefa was also just as bad. So, with Peraza heading up to the Major League roster, the Yankees called Anthony Volpe up from AA to AAA. So, he'll head to Scranton. So, likely the last time he'll play against the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Certainly for the rest of this series and this season. So an exciting day for Yankee fans who've been clamoring for a new shortstop option to finally call up Peraza. The Yankees called up Oswaldo Cabrera a little earlier this year, maybe a few weeks ago, but didn't take over for Isaiah kind of for life. It was kind of used as a utility guy off the bench. So now with Peraza coming up, I would assume that they pass off shortstop duties to him more or less full-time. And Anthony Volpe gets one step closer to becoming the Yankees shortstop of the future. 658, you're listening to WMBF. Looking for. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt Out Finals. AJ Langer is all fired up, and there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with AJ. Lori? AJ, how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out all the way, every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov slash smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out our number one of WMBF's first news on this Friday, September 2nd. We've got two more hours to go before I head off for the weekend, and we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in. We get some good Friday vibes going on that show today. But coming up next, we got ABC News. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 47 degrees at 7.04. Forecast for today might ride into some patches of fog. 
fairly widespread scattered out this morning. Mostly sunny today and a high in the lower 80s. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is recommending the use of the updated COVID-19 boosters from Pfizer and BioNTech and Moderna that add to the latest variants of the coronavirus mutation spike proteins to the composition of the shot. It is possible some of the boosters could be available this weekend, but not known how widely available those boosters will be. Now, Broome County's Health Department Director, Mary McFadden, is speaking on this weekend, Southern Tier Close Up. She says if you're due for a COVID booster, it's best to get one as soon as possible and not wait for the new version. She says a priority is protecting not only the health of an individual, but also around them like classmates, teachers, school staff, as well as relatives and co-workers. She says stay up to date on your shots, and if you don't feel well, test, but COVID or not, you should just stay home. You can hear McFadden's update on COVID as well as back-to-school health issues, rabies, and more on Southern Tier Close-Up, the weekly local public affairs program on WMBF tomorrow at 6.03 a.m. and on the WMBF podcast. COVID-19 is still present as evidenced by Broome County just this week, reaching over 64,000 people who have now been diagnosed since the start of the pandemic. The county reported 133 new cases in the Thursday update, shoving it above that level. The good news is the vaccinations and boosters have greatly slowed the number of new infections, serious illness that requires hospitalization and deaths. There were no new COVID-related deaths reported in any Southern Tier counties this week. WMBF First News Time, it's 7.06. Broome County is launching a study to identify and address the challenges facing emergency services agencies in the area. Many working in emergency medical services have complained about low pay and long hours while dealing with the large number of calls for assistance. Broome County Executive Democrat Jason Garner and 2nd District Broome County Legislator Republican Scott Baker were joined by representatives from the Broome County Office of Emergency Services and Shenango Ambulance Services yesterday to announce plans for the new study. Baker is also a paramedic. One person commenting on the planned study applauded a review of the system, citing not only the low pay and long hours, but no opportunity for advancement or pension, which can discourage people from stepping up. The comment also pointed to tax dollars supporting other emergency responders like police and fire agencies, but not medical services. WMBF News Time 707. Work is already underway preparing to mark the anniversary of the September 11, 2001 terror attacks on the United States locally. Yesterday, volunteers were to gather at the United Way offices on South Jensen Road in Vestal to place 2,977 flags on the lawn to honor those who lost their lives in the attack. The flag installation kicked off the United Way Day of Caring. Day of Caring is a community-wide response that is dedicated to recognizing the volunteers and heroes who responded to the horrors of the attack and its aftermath. The effort also remembers the victims. The United Way of Broome County says a formal memorial ceremony will also be held on Sunday, September 11th at 7.10 p.m. at the United Way offices in Vestal. Details of those plans are to be announced later. Meanwhile, in Tioga County, a Wego Town Supervisor Donald Castellucci Jr. has announced the town, along with Tioga 
Cuyahoga County Emergency Service personnel will be conducting a September 11th memorial service as well. That service will take place Sunday, September 11th at the town of Owego 9-11 Memorial in Hickory's Park. Participants and attendees can gather at 7.45 a.m. with the ceremony starting at 8. A collaborative effort between local performing arts agencies is returning to offer a special interactive experience for children in kindergarten through fifth grade. The Southern Tier Arts Adventure is coming back to the Robertson Museum and Science Center September 18th after being away for two years. Organizers say the Tri-Cities Opera will perform excerpts from its upcoming Opera Go Round. The Binghamton Philharmonic Orchestra will present Quaver Has a Feeling, a children's book live with multi-instrumentalist April Lucas. The Shore Family Firehouse Stage will will be providing a juggler, magician, and balloonist to delight the attending children and their families. The Robertson Museum and Science Center will also have several hands-on activities for children to enjoy during the event. Arts Adventure will take place from 1 to 4 p.m. on the 18th of September. Organizers say the adventures will be taking place in 15 to 20-minute intervals so families can make their own itineraries. A schedule of activities will be available at the door when the families arrive. Families can pre-register at www.robertson.org slash event slash arts adventure 2. It's 7.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF. WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WMBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. You wash your. News Radio 1290WMBF. 7-11 on this second hour of WMBF's first news. It's Friday, September 2nd. The weekend is finally upon us here in Binghamton. A long weekend for most, as it's Labor Day weekend. So I'm certainly looking forward to that extra downtime on Monday. Now, we won't be here on Monday. We'll be running regularly scheduled programming on Monday. But we'll be back on Tuesday with First News. And actually, Binghamton Now, no Binghamton Now next week either. Bob Joseph will be on vacation. So you only me and Kathy next week. What could be better than that? Just me and Kathy for three hours. Time for a check on traffic and weather. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19 State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound will be closed for approximately two months to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20, an assigned detour utilizing State Route 7. In Johnson City, Fairview Street is closed to traffic from Columbia Drive to Reynolds Road due to a sinkhole. Only business and emergency traffic will be permitted. No word on when that could get cleaned up. And around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Hale Eddy, and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Murphy, Hale Eddy River, Powers, and Upper Stella Ireland Roads. The Highway Division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways. And mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton seems to be getting colder as the morning goes on. Now just 47 degrees, 97% humidity, and a dew point of 46 degrees. A welcome morning in Binghamton for me. I like the cold weather. I'm a cold weather person. 
Today, sunny with a high near 77. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 57. Tomorrow, partly sunny, a high near 81. Tomorrow night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy, a low near 64 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Sunday, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 9 a.m., then a chance of showers between 9 a.m. and noon, and a chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon. Partly sunny, a high near 79 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, with a low near 61, a 50% chance of rain. And on Labor Day, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 3 p.m., partly sunny, a high near 74, a 50% chance of rain. Monday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 9 p.m., then chance of showers between 9 p.m. and 3 a.m., mostly cloudy, a low near 60, and a 50% chance of rain. It's 7.14. You're listening to WMBF. Hey, Pete! on WMBF. Time for a check on sports. Edwin Diaz struck out Gavin Lux on a 102.8 mile per hour fastball to escape a jam in the eighth inning, and the New York Mets beat the Major League Best Los Angeles Dodgers 5-3. Francisco Lindor hit a tying double in the sixth and scored the go-ahead run on a sacrifice fly by Darren Ruff after the Mets were held to one hit in five innings by Clayton Kershaw, who made his first start since August 4th. The National League East leading Mets took two of three from Los Angeles, its first series win against the Dodgers since 2011. L.A. lost consecutive games for the first time since July 25th and 26th. So a good win for the Mets. Probably the toughest stretch of this 20-game stretch the Mets have against the Dodgers. That's going to be the toughest series. And this weekend they'll take on the Washington Nationals. Who are just 45 and 86, and getting even worse after trading Juan Soto and Josh Bell to the San Diego Padres. The Mets now 84 and 48. They'll have David Peterson on the mound tonight, a 7 and 3 record, 321 ERA. And for the Nationals, Josiah Gray, one of the players returned from the Dodgers in the Max Scherzer trade last year. He's got a 7 and 8 record, a 467 ERA. No game for the Yankees last night. They'll take on the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa this weekend. The Yankees 79 and 52, first in the AL East. The Rays 72 and 57, second in the AL East. On the mound for the Yanks, Domingo Herman, a 2 and 2 record, 3.19 ERA, and for the Rays, Jeffrey Springs, a 6 and 4 record, 2.76 ERA. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies lost last night to the Somerset Patriots. It was a close game. They only lost 4-3. The Rumble Ponies were trailing 4-2 heading into the bottom of the ninth. Managed to scrape one more run across the board, but not enough to send the game to extra innings. So the Somerset Patriots take the win, the double-A affiliate of the New York Yankees. Rumble Ponies got RBIs from Carlos Cortez, Rowdy Jordan, and Nick Sanger. And in the matchup between Ronnie Mauricio and Anthony Volpe, two of the top shortstop prospects in baseball, Mauricio was 0 for 4 with a run scored and a walk. Volpe 1 for 5 with a run scored. Now the big news happened after the game. The Yankees called up Oswald Peraza to the Major League roster. Ideally to take over for Isaiah Kiner-Falefa full time. As Kiner-Falefa has really been a disaster. 
So that cleared the way for the Yankees to also move shortstop prospect Anthony Volpe, their number one overall prospect, the number five overall prospect in baseball. They moved him up to AAA Scranton, so another step closer to taking over the shortstop reins himself. I got a chance to meet Anthony Volpe yesterday at the stadium. A really nice kid. And he does kind of have that Francisco Lindor, Derek Jeter, it factor surrounding him. There's a different air when Anthony Volpe's around. A cool experience and a good opportunity for a very good young player. And Peraza as well. I don't want to sleep on Peraza. He's been having a great August for the Scranton Rail Riders, the AAA affiliate of the Yankees. So hopefully taking over at shortstop and get off to a good start. The Yankees also called up Oswaldo Cabrera a couple of weeks ago. I've mostly used him as a bench utility type role player. It's 7:19 on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The Dow Jones and the Standard & Poor's 500 snapped a four-day losing streak on Thursday. The Dow adding 146 points to land at 31,656. The S&P gained 0.3%, but the Nasdaq composite, weighed down by faltering semiconductor stocks, posted its first five-day losing streak since February. A stronger-than-expected jobs report later today could push Bitcoin to as low as $15,000, according to analysts. Elevated employment figures would raise the odds of more interest rate increases from the Federal Reserve. That would jeopardize the $20,000 level where Bitcoin has been hovering since a mid-August sell-off. Amazon has lost in its efforts to overturn an election in which workers at a Staten Island distribution center voted to unionize. An official with the National Labor Relations Board has found that Amazon did not prove its claims of intimidation by union organizers at that plant in Staten Island. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Let's face it. Hey, America, we need to have a little talk. We've got a lot of food in this country. We've got so much food that we can't eat it all. So how are 17 million kids in America struggling with hunger? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids who need it. Support Feeding America on your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Don't miss the... on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your Political Insights from ABC News. With a primetime speech in Philadelphia, President Biden trying to frame the November midterm elections as a battle for the nation's soul. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. President Biden says he's not condemning all 74 million people who voted for former President Trump in 2020, but says the Republican Party is now dominated by the former president. Republican House Leader Kevin McCarthy in Scranton offering a rebuttal. In the past two years, Joe Biden has launched an assault on the soul of America. McCarthy also hammered President Biden on his record with inflation, Afghanistan, crime, and government spending. The House January 6th Committee sending a letter to former GOP House Speaker Newt Gingrich seeking records on communications that he had with former President Trump's team before and after the insurrection. Andy Field, ABC News. For nearly... 
7.24 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. And we have another edition of Foodie Friday. Yeah, and, you know, this is kind of the unofficial swan song of summer. That's what they tell us anyway, or want us to believe. And uh, so I decided let's take it out on a high note with a nice grill recipe that isn't burgers and dogs you know, let's step up the game a little bit. So I did a nice uh, a grilled scallops, but the thing that's really super special about it, it's got a balsamic re- reduction that involves uh, nice dried cherries and or fresh cherries or frozen cherries. Makes for a really nice flavor, and it's something that's a little bit special for people that are looking for that kind of thing. And you know, it's it's healthy too. When you're talking about grilling. It's always really good, and if it's outside of grilling season, no big whoop. You can also do this in a grill pan or under a broiler. And I do it for a serving for, like, two people because I don't cook for a lot of people. It's easily expanded and quick. It only takes about 15 minutes to put it together. If you don't feel like cooking, we suggest you go find our friends over at Down to Earth Whole Foods at 305 Grant Avenue in Endicott. They've always got something great going on in the deli. And there's a little controversy, a little bit controversy going on over there at Down to Earth Whole Foods this week. The great debate over what kind of clam chowder is best. <laughs> none. The answer is none. No. Stop that. Clam chowder is great. I like both Manhattan and New England clam chowder, and they had both available for people to sample. Very delicious. They have a great chef over there at Down to Earth Whole Foods. You can check out what they've got going on on Facebook. And here's something. Of course, we're right into September now, so they have their um, their specials. If you want to do a, a like a flyer that they post on Facebook with all sorts of great prices on things like plant-based sausage, the um, kombucha, the sauerkraut, miso, all bunch of stuff that they have on sale that you can keep in mind for coming up this month. And it's not just food we're talking about. They also have personal care items like earth and human friendly deodorants, oral care supplements, hair care products. Check them out on Facebook. It's always a great way to keep up the speed on what they've got going on at Down to Earth Whole Foods, Grant Avenue in Endicott. They have curbside pickup if you like, if you don't want to stop in the store. They also have delivery. They're open seven days a week, 607-785-2338. They're going to be open, oh, in about a half hour until 9 o'clock tonight and see what they got cooking in the deli. Sandwiches, dinner items, maybe some side salads for whatever you know, outdoor activities you have for this holiday weekend. Ask for them to help you out. And check out my recipe for sea scallops with cherry balsamic vinegar. And that's a lovely reduction. You can find it at our website, WMBF.com. Foodie Friday. Another recipe for some delicious food that I'll never actually make for myself. Right. 727. You're listening to WMBF. You want to be a... on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19, State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound will be closed for approximately 60 days starting on this past Monday. 
The closure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20, an assigned detour utilizing State Route 7. In Johnson City, Fairview Street is closed to traffic from Columbia Drive to Reynolds Road due to a sinkhole. Only business and emergency traffic will be permitted. No word on when that will get cleaned up. And around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Hale Eddy, and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport Murphy, Hale Eddy River, Powers, and Upper Stella Ireland Roads. The Highway Division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 47 degrees, 97% humidity, and a dew point of 46 degrees. So a nice cool morning here in Binghamton. Today's sunny with a high near 77. Tonight partly cloudy, a low near 57. Tomorrow partly sunny, a high near 81 degrees. Tomorrow night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy with a low near 64, a 20% chance of rain. Sunday, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 11 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 79, 50% chance of rain. Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy with a low near 61, 40% chance of rain. And on Labor Day, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m. Partly sunny, a high near 74, a 50% chance of rain. Monday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m. Then a chance of showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 60 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. 7.30 on WMBF. Now it's time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Labor Day weekend, typically a slow one at the box office, and that's true this year. Only one new movie opening wide. This is going to chronicle the ultimate comeback. A religious satire, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. But one of the biggest hits of the year is coming back into theaters. Hello, Peter. Spider-Man No Way Home will attempt to juice the numbers, and Jaws is also coming back into theaters for a limited time. And don't forget that Saturday is the first ever National Cinema Day with all movies $3 on thousands of screens. With the U.S. Open in full swing, you might want to learn a little more about ESPN commentator and tennis legend John McEnroe. You cannot be serious! The new documentary McEnroe will give you a little insight into what makes him tick, including those on-court outbursts which still fire him up. You know, half these people that were on the court calling the lines, they'd be falling asleep. McEnroe debuts Sunday night on Showtime. Tomorrow night, the Foo Fighters' tribute concert to drummer Taylor Hawkins takes place at London's Wembley Stadium. And actress Salma Hayek is 56 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Hi, this is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 832. Currently in Binghamton, we've got 47 degrees, just some patches of fog widely scattered around the area, not as prevalent as a lot of times it is in our area for this time of year, but you might still run into some patches here or there. The forecast for today, lots of sunshine, low humidity, and our temperature getting up into the lower 80s. Holding little back, 
President Joe Biden is sounding an alarm about what he views as extremist threats to the nation's democracy from what he views as the evil forces of MAGA and Trumpism in a newly confrontational speech last night from Independence Hall in Philadelphia. He declared that Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans fan the flames of political violence and subvert American democracy. Work continues toward restoring normal water services to Jackson, Mississippi, where the main treatment facility has failed. In the meantime, residents of the state capitol are relying on outside resources. Around 600 Mississippi National Guard troops were called up earlier this week and told to get to Jackson. We were notified uh, two days ago. We started organizing troops and getting them organized, moved to Jackson area, getting them set up for for their life support areas. Major Brett Hansen says the Guard is staffing seven mega distribution sites where thousands of bottles of water are being handed out to locals who have been without drinkable tap water for nearly a week. Jim Ryan, ABC News. WMBF First News Time, 734. A Johnson City man has learned he will spend three years in prison after pleading guilty to attempted criminal possession of a weapon earlier this year. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says 24-year-old Dwayne Benjamin was driving in the area of Arch and Main Streets in Johnson City on April 2nd of this year when a Johnson City Police Patrol officer attempted to stop him for a traffic infraction. Officials say Benjamin abandoned his 2006 Pontiac at the intersection and took off on foot. The police found a loaded and unlicensed 40 caliber pistol in the car. The district attorney's office says Benjamin was on probation for a 2020 narcotics conviction. Prosecutors say Benjamin was arrested several weeks later. In addition to the three years in state prison for the plea, Benjamin also has been ordered to be placed on five years post-release supervision. In other Broome County court action this week, sentencing is set for November for a Broome County man after he pleaded guilty yesterday to possessing stolen property. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says 50-year-old Roy Peterson of Binghamton admitted he had two stolen credit cards he tried to hide from Johnson City Police when they were taking him into custody on an unrelated charge last October. Officials say Peterson is expected to get one and a half to three years in prison. WMBF First News Time, 735. U.S. prosecutors say they found the New York State Environmental Facilities Corporation had falsely certified that several people were working at the state agency in support of a federal water quality improvement grant and being paid for that job when they were actually doing work unrelated for former Governor Andrew Cuomo's office. The U.S. Attorney's Office says one person getting EFC salary and benefits was hired by the executive chamber to work on Cuomo's advance team, while another was hired to help run the former governor's Washington, D.C. office. Pennsylvanians with minor nonviolent marijuana criminal convictions are now eligible to be pardoned under a joint effort from Democratic Governor Tom Wolf and Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. Anyone who has been convicted of possession of marijuana or having a small amount for personal use will now be able to apply. There is no limit for the age of conviction. Officials estimate that thousands of Pennsylvanians are eligible due to the convictions over past several decades, even predating marijuana's criminal under federal law. The application period ends at the end of the month. Republican opponents panned the effort as Democrats caving to political the political base. It's 737, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. When I grow up, 
I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a, on a cold I want to day. Be a football I stadium. want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Hi, this on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Now, Kathy, I did something pretty cool yesterday. I got to go out to Morabito Stadium a little early to meet up with Jacob and Chris Hess, the broadcasters for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. And I got to go out and and meet a couple of the Yankees' top prospects, Anthony Volpe and Austin Wells. I got to see Bucky Dent as well. We told oh, some yeah. funny Goose Gossage stories. Everything I've heard about Goose Gossage is just that he's a complete psychopath. Uh, but, you know, that works if you're a relief pitcher in baseball to be a crazy person. Okay. Yeah. So it was a fun little afternoon for me here in Binghamton. I haven't taken advantage of my ability to just walk into Morabito Stadium at any given point with a press pass. I haven't taken advantage of that yet, but with the Yankees minor league team in town, I had to. Oh. Yeah, and then right after the game, the, the this Anthony Volpe is the Yankees' top prospect, uh, and right after the game, he ended up getting moved to AAA. So I just got in under the wire to meet him, which was cool. It I was a nice it. night for it, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't stay for the game um, just because I was so exhausted yesterday. I wanted to go to bed at 8 o'clock <laughs> with a hard deadline. Uh, so I didn't stay for the game, but I, I got out there for batting practice and fielding practice, so I got to watch a little bit. Uh, it's kind of cool to see you know you can really see it when you're there in person the difference between the guys who are going to be moving to the next level and the guys who aren't and it's tough to see on television when you're watching or just listening on the radio uh so it was cool i have now full confidence in anthony volpe as the yankees future shortstop only because i've met him and seen him play behind the scenes i got groceries yeah not as fun has to be done. Not, yeah, it has to be done. But yeah, it was a it was a cool experience because before I moved to Binghamton, I was writing for a sports website, and before the COVID pandemic hit, we had actually gotten press passes for the Yankees for the first time, which was what spurred me to move to Harlem because I didn't want to be driving to and from Long Island every day with a for a Yankee game and driving back at like three o'clock in the morning. Um, and then COVID hit, and we never got to use them because the. <laughs> So I ended up in the city during COVID and with nothing to do because this was even before the point where it's like, okay, you can come in here if you're vaccinated and masked. It's like before all that, the only thing to do was to walk around with to-go sodas, quote-unquote, which was cool that they did that. Uh, but also it was the middle of summer in New York City. So even when you get those to-go sodas, it's hot and it smells like wet garbage. Nice. Yeah. But it's still a cool experience. So I had a good day yesterday. Not quite as exciting as grocery shopping. Yeah. But. <laughs> now I've got a friend coming in from uh, from Seattle that I haven't seen in probably a good seven years or so at least. So 
want to make sure that we had everything because in the really rural area where we go, I'm not really sure on a weekend, holiday weekend, what will and will not be opening. So we were pretty much stocking up on everything that we would need to take with us. Yeah. Yeah. Way to think ahead. I try. I can't do that. My my friends are the worst with scheduling things that I I still, at 7.41 a.m. on Friday, don't know if a friend of mine from Rochester is going to be coming in for the weekend or for a couple days or whatever. I get everything mapped out and change it and tweak it and, yeah. Yeah. I had a friend a, a few weeks ago. He lives in Louisiana now, so he's doing kind of like a New York Visit Everybody tour. And I wasn't sure if he was going to come to Binghamton. So I just I called him in the middle of the day and I said, listen, if you're going to come here, I know it's a two-hour drive. Just call me before you leave because if you get here after 8 o'clock, I'm going to be asleep. So it's going to be pointless for you to be here. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll definitely call you right before I leave if I'm going to make it out there. I don't know if I'll be able to get there by 8. So we get to 6 o'clock and I'm figuring, okay, this is definitely – we've gotten to the point now where he's not coming because he would have called me and said so. And at like 6.10 after I say that, he just calls me and he's like, yeah, I'm downstairs already. Like, what do you mean you're downstairs? I told you to call me like two hours ago if you were going to come out here. He goes, yeah, I just, I didn't. I just wanted to surprise you. So I, yeah, he got like an hour and a half of hanging out with me before we'll, I said We'll see if my friend, come, it, how prompt she is. Because first of all, growing up, she was perpetually late, would drive everybody crazy. And now she's coming from the West Coast. So we've got the time lag, too. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. I'm I'm an early person. I not like an early morning person. I mean, like if I have to be somewhere, I will no matter what get there at least half an hour before now, I'm supposed I'm to be there. I'm usually about five minutes ahead. Five to ten minutes ahead is plenty. Yeah, and you also come in here at two o'clock in the morning. I think that considers worthy recognition as being an yeah, early person. I, I I know how long it takes me to do all that sort of thing. Um, next time we have a chit chat, we'll talk about a Southern Tier close up that's coming up uh, tomorrow. Absolutely, eight thirty chit chat. Okay. It's 743. You're listening to WMBF. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 7.45 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that the off-ramp at exit 19 State Route 7 on Interstate 88 westbound will be closed for approximately two months. Enclosure is necessary to facilitate a project to resurface the road and rehabilitate bridges. Motorists should anticipate travel delays and build extra travel time into their schedule. A variable message sign will alert motorists of the closure and direct them to exit 20 and assigned detour utilizing State Route 7. In Johnson City, Fairview Street is closed to traffic from Columbia Drive to Reynolds Road due to a sinkhole. Only business and emergency traffic will be permitted. No word on when that will get cleaned up and the road reopened. Around Broome County, drainage repair will occur on Shenango Street, Hale Eddy, and Dunham Hill Roads. Crews will rebuild shoulders on Caldwell Hill Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Murphy, Hale Eddy River, Powers, and Upper Stella, Ireland Roads. The Highway Division will clean debris and roadside hazards throughout the county. 
Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 47 degrees, 97% humidity, and a dew point of 46 degrees. So a cool, comfortable morning here in Binghamton, New York. Today, sunny with a high near 77. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 57. Tomorrow, partly sunny, a high near 81. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy with a low near 64 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Sunday, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 11 a.m., but partly sunny with a high near 79, a 50% chance of rain. Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, a low near 61 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. And Labor Day, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m., partly sunny with a high near 74, a 50% chance of rain. Monday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m., and a chance of showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., Mostly cloudy with a low near 60, a 30% chance of rain. At 7.47, you're listening to WMBF. Green Bowl. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that pinata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Come on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. A walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. on WMBF. Now it's time for Kim Commando. It's your worst fear come true. As you gaze into your computer screen, the blue light that is emitted is literally making you age faster. I'm Kim Commando. The research is coming from Oregon State University's Department of Biology. Here's what they found. Long hours of exposure of the blue light emitted from everyday devices, televisions, desktops, laptops, tablets, smart speaker screens, and phones 
causes a detrimental effect on a wide range of cells in our bodies, from skin and fat cells to sensory neurons. The specific levels of metabolites, the chemicals essential for cells to function correctly, are altered by this blue light. Now, you may be thinking that you see all these colors of the spectrum on your screens, and you do. But when you see anything that's white or a light color, here's the problem. It's primarily high-energy blue light. There is one spot of good news here. Looking at screens from e-readers and the like, they don't seem to be harmful. Get more tech news, tips, and my advice with callers on my new daily podcast. It's just perfect for walks and drives. It's called Kim Commando Today. The Labor Day event from Dell Technologies is here. End the summer strong by starting up a new season of productivity. Your business upgrade begins with up to 48% off top-rated laptops like Vostro, taking performance to the next level with 12th Gen Intel Core processors. It's time to push your growing business even further. What's next for you? Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Right now at T-Mobile, the network with more 5G bars in more places, New Max customers can get the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 4 free. Did you just take a selfie with your phone folded? Yep, it's my new Galaxy Z Flip 4 that I got free at T-Mobile. Pretty cool, huh? Get the Galaxy Z Flip 4 free with new Max lines at T-Mobile. The 24-monthly bill credits plus tax for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling service to continue remaining bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement is due. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network. Details at T-Mobile.com. Okay, here are your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll! Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. Before... News Radio 1290-WMBF. 7.54 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Edwin Diaz struck out Gavin Lux on a 102.8-mile-per-hour fastball to escape a jam in the eighth inning, and the New York Mets beat the Major League Best Los Angeles Dodgers 5-3. Francisco Lindor hit a tying double in the sixth and scored the go-ahead run on a sacrifice fly by Darren Ruff after the Mets were held to one hit in five innings by Clayton Kershaw, who made his first start since August 4th. National League East-leading New York Mets took two of three from Los Angeles, its first series win against the Dodgers since September of 2011. Los Angeles lost consecutive games for the first time since July 25th and July 26th. A good win for the Mets, a tough start to a otherwise pretty easy stretch for the Mets as we head into the later parts of the season and the postseason. The Mets will take on the Washington Nationals this weekend. The Nationals 45 and 86. They're last in the NL East, getting worse after trading Juan Soto and Josh Bell to the San Diego Padres. So it is a full teardown for the Washington Nationals. The Mets 84 and 48. They're first in the NL East. Tonight's game will see Josiah Gray on the mound for the Nationals, a 7 and 8 record, 4.67 ERA. He was part of the return the Nationals got for trading Max Scherzer to the Los Angeles Dodgers last year. And for the Mets, David Peterson, a 7-3 record, 3.21 ERA. No game for the Yankees last night. 
They'll face off with the Rays this weekend. A really important series for the Yankees. Tough that it's in Tampa. This Tropicana Field is maybe the worst field that's ever been created. The Yankees 79-52. and 52. The Rays 72-57, and 57, the top two teams in the American League East. Domingo Herman gets the ball for the Yankees, a 2-2 two two record, 3-19 ERA. And for the Rays, Jeffrey Springs, a 6-4 record, 2-76 ERA. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies lost last night to the Somerset Patriots, the AA affiliate of the New York Yankees. Lost by a score of 4-3. Rumble Ponies were down 4-2 heading into the bottom of the ninth. Managed to scrape one more run across the board, but not enough to send the game to extra innings. They got RBIs from Carlos Cortez, Rowdy Jordan, and Nick Sanger. And the matchup between Ronnie Mauricio and Anthony Volpe. Volpe got the edge. Mauricio 0-4 for 4 with a run scored and a walk. Volpe 1-5 for 5 with a run scored. And after the game, Volpe was announced that he's moving on up to AAA. They'll be heading to Scranton as the Yankees called up Oswald Peraza, another one of their top shortstop prospects. Ideally to replace Isaiah Kiner-Falefa in the lineup every day. I don't think the Yankees would have called up Peraza just to let him rot away on the bench, as they did with Oswaldo Cabrera. But Kiner-Falefa has been well, as much of a disaster as could be expected this season. Kind of skated under the radar while the Yankees still had Joey Gallo as a lightning rod. Now everyone looking at Isaiah Kiner-Falefa and saying, well, you don't hit very well. You can't hit it over the fence. And you're not playing very good defense, so what do we have you here for? So hopefully Peraza gets a good opportunity to show the Yankees what he can do in the month of September. Maybe mess around and make the postseason roster. I'd love to see that. And it might just be the spark the Yankees need. After the All-Star break, they've been pretty bad. This is an important series. So maybe Peraza brings a little extra energy. And Volpe not too far behind him. Now entering AAA. I would imagine at some point next season, Volpe might see some Major League action. It's 7.58. You're listening to WMBF. Want to save? This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 70, 7.59 on WNBF, closing out hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. We got one more hour to go before I'm off for a nice three-day weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. Won't have a show on Monday. We'll have regularly scheduled programming on Monday. And coming up in about an hour, we'll have Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in. Let's keep the good vibes on this Friday going throughout Bob's three-hour show. ABC News up next. <laughs> 